Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity. Do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up, loud. give me your Hello, bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. This is your illustrious leader, bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Callie, I hate dance on season three. It sucks. I agree. It sucks. And you know what else sucks? What? All of the people who are in our DMs asking us questions about things other people are saying. I'm like, oh. Oh, I know. Like, hi, don't we know now that other people have uh, misconstrued memories? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that are very self-serving to their their narrative. Yes. I mean, I at least feel that we're a little bit honest with things that we do. Like, it's my perspective, your perspective, but we can recognize mistakes and be like, you know, hey, I screwed up. I like feel we, bad we for this. And we are, you know, we shouldn't have said that or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's terrible. But um, yeah, no, other people just use their platform as an opportunity to like, Talk about stuff that doesn't even have anything to do with the show, just disparaging us. So whatever, whatever. I I thought it was supposed to be recapping the episodes and it's it's like, let me just go on here and like pound them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you everything in my opinion and sell it as fact. Exactly. It's her, their opinion. Yeah, but I'm going to tell it like it's a fact, like a diehard, yeah. hardcore fact. And I'm like, hmm. It's not a fact. No, and I always say, in my opinion, or from what I experienced, or how I think, yeah. so yeah. whatever. You know what? If that's how you feel that uh, you need to draw people in, I'm not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, I do have to say one thing, though. Yeah. And I hate, I hate, I hate to give it any attention, but I have to tell you this one thing because you're going to laugh. So one thing I have done is I have said repeatedly that I am very sorry about ever fat shaming anybody on TV. I am like, we joke around about it, but I mean, come on, like it's a low blow. Um, So somebody brought that up and she was very much like, oh yeah, I've heard that she, uh, you know, wishes she had fat shame, blah, 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 blah. But then in the next breath, turned around and started fat shaming me. Guess what she said? What? That I have a huge butt. Mm. <laughs> you didn't have a huge butt. You always had a belly. You didn't have a I butt. I had a belly, yes. And I probably have the smallest butt out of any of the moms. Yeah. Maybe she was talking about me or Melissa. I thought. I, I said, like, are you talking about me? Only two. It couldn't have been you or Jill. Right. Rest of us. Yeah. I had a belly, but isn't that funny? It was the butt. Cause yeah. I literally was like, wait, me? I don't have a butt. I have a tiny ass. Wow. <laughs> isn't that funny? <laughs> I thought that you would find that funny. Cause I'm like, mm, 
you can say a lot of things. That one's not one. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show what she says isn't true. Correct. All right. Well, that's enough about that. We have uh, quite an episode to get into. But before we do, let's start by thanking our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our exclusive Patreon channel where they get access to an after party video content and uh, never before shared uh, photos, videos, all the good things. So if you would like to join and have your name read, you can again go over to patreon.com slash back to the bar. And sent me a bunch of videos of the dances. I saw that. Yeah. Yes. I sometimes I get emails from Patreons. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever they are, patrons. I don't know how it works, but I saw those and I was really excited. Yeah. So you'll have to post those. I'm totally going to post it because I feel badly sometimes on Patreon that I share a lot of Chloe content because that's what I have. And yeah. so anytime I These find stuff of Brooke solos. Yeah. So I'm really I excited to share that. Find if anybody out there can find Brooke's inchworm costume or solo, I would love to I I would love to see it myself. I can't remember. I mean, it was when she was six. Don't you have it? I, I told you I don't have anything here. Oh, right, right. The divorce. Randy got all Randy got custody of all the I tried when I was home the last time. When I was home the last time, I asked my kids to get me my videos. And Randy wouldn't let them take them out of the house. <gasps> I'm like, I want to get them just copied over to like a flash drive or something. And then I'll give them right back. And he would not allow me to have them. Randy. So looks like I'm not having videos, people. That's not very nice. No, like I'm their mother for God's sakes. What does he think I'm going to do with them? Well, and that's just being spiteful. Come on. Like it's Trudeon's videos. No videos of me from me, but uh well, I will share the ones that you shared. Because again, I don't feel badly that a lot of times I'm like, here's Chloe, but that's who I have, you know? So but I do try to share like whatever I have of all the kids. So anyway. Um, okay, so let's thank Malachi Tay. We're gonna try to get through a couple rows of these today. Uh Ellie, Connor, Margaret, Samantha, Chloe, Throck, Dance Mom Patty. Hey, uh Dorino, Naman, Allison, Macy, Grace, Jaden, Kelly, Laura, Maya, Lillian, Danielle, or Danielle, sorry, Alyssa, Anijah, Austin, uh, Zaire, Sel, Jenna, Jenny, Michaela, Jasmine, Drianna, Courtney, Cassidy, Emily, Lauren, Kelly's favorite Cheez-It, Kyle. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Cheez-It? Uh, Madison, Mary, Yinzerbitch, Alex, Lucy, Brittany, Madison, Hannah, Bethany, Sarah, Ariana, Bryn, Kristen, Kendall, Whitney, Julie, Jamie, Katiekins, Pamela, Mara, Nick, and Cause, Allison, Kendall, Hannah, Kierdra, or is it Kierdria? Sorry, that's a cute name. Christine, Maya, Riley, Alice, Mary, Alana, Emma, Emma, Natalie, Emily, Kelly, hmm, XFF, Bayo. Caitlin, Caitlin, Kimmy, Lizzie, Margaret, Maggie Moo, Layla, Leah, Rashandra, Cassie, Lindsay, Jada, iPhone, oof, Jada, Ellie, Faye, Nicole, uh, Mia, Lauren, Kathy, King Boulevard, Raven, Haley, Ryan, Leah, Becca, uh, Rachel, Sierra, Marasha, Daniela, Madison, Omna, Caitlin, Holly's Fedora, Anna, Leanna, or Lene. Dana, 
uh, Annie, Christina, Lauren, Esther, Michelle V, Brianna, Allison, Lexi, Taxidermy Broadway Baby, Layla, Emma, Tori, Britta, Amy, Abby, Maddie, Meredith, Gabby, Alex, Daisy, Corinne, Steph, Sienna, Lainey, Sarah, Philip, Shannon, Jordan, Alicia, Jess, Nathan, Connor, Rachel, Colby, Noe, hmm. no, I think it's no, uh, Nicole, Taylor, Jordan, Kate, Garrett, Amber, April, and Maddie. Thanks, guys. There were some hard names on that one. There were some hard names, <laughs> yes. And uh, if I butcher your name, I am so sorry. It is not on purpose. I'm doing the best I can. And sometimes I'm not the smartest. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Cal, what you drinking? Oh, you're going to be mad at me. Why? Uh, mine's so boring. I'm not I got it. Else. You're not? Oh, you've been sick. I've been sick all week. So I've been taking cold medicine and stuff. So I am having... Hot water with lemon and honey. That's fine. You're allowed. Put a little bourbon in there. You're you're forgiven. I didn't have any bourbon. I thought of that. Yeah. I'm just having a truly. Honestly, I'm having truly. I'm only having a truly. We have really, really gone downhill with our drinks. And yeah. I, yeah, we need to step it up. These people expect a certain level of drinking from us, Kelly. Well, and we are I failures. Drink, so I'm being a good girl. What do you, you mean know, you're being a good girl? That I am. You, oh, right. Yes. We're alcoholics. I forgot I hear, that too. I hear we're alcoholics. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, wow. uh, I would like to point out for those who have never had a drink before in their life, it is quite possible to drink a glass of wine and not be drunk. And not be an alcoholic. Yes. Correct. Like, and when you have a coffee cup that has alcohol or a glass of wine in it, coffee cups are maybe equivalent to one glass of wine. It's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. We're we're oh, just what we're what do we know? We're just a bunch of alcoholic dumb bitches who uh are terrible to our children and I don't know. We're just bad people. <laughs> just across the board. We're just bad people. <laughs> yep. That's why we hang out because you're bad. I'm bad. We're all fucking bad. We needed our AA meetings, right? Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. So I'm assuming if you like us, you two are bad. So welcome to the Bad Bitches Club, everyone. Great to have you here. Leave a comment if you would like to, too, uh, be on the Bad Bitch train, because you can join us. Yay. Look, well, I got a new bra. I just opened it. watching the episode, so maybe they're alcoholics, too. What the hell is Sean's bra for? I just opened it. I got a new bra. It's pretty. Isn't that cute? It is pretty, but my goodness, we're showing it on here. Well, I mean, look, I'm going to wear that under a jacket with the jacket open. So you're going to see it anyway. You are? Well, I'm not going to like leave the jacket all the way open. I'm going to like button the bottom. So you'll see the top. 20? Well, I think I'm 20. Oh, wear that. Do it like that. Just the top. Just the tip. Look at the baby cat. Hello, Nellie. Hi, say hi to Kelly. You're too old to do. Just the tip, Kel. Just the tops of the boobs. Just the tip. So you get to recap today's episode. Uh, and bear with me because I'm like probably going to cough a lot because I have a sore throat. You're fine. I'll ch- I'll chime in and try to help. You okay. know me. You know me. Look at Nellie standing on my legs. You're so cute. She's so cute. She comes in here and she literally asks me to open the window. And if I don't, she screams at me until I do. She's so cute. Morgan, wait till you see her. She's sleeping right now, but. 
um, I took her to get groomed. Oh, did oh. you tell her not to cut her area? Yes, I did. And okay. she did good. She She's not bothering with it. But um, they had to shave her everywhere. Her hair is like this long. It, Why? I, it was, and now it's this long because she was matted. Uh... I took her in the I took her in the pool and it did not do good with her fur. Mm. What kind of dog so is she? Mad. She's a doodle of some sort, right? Golden Aussie doodle. Okay. But, you she, know, looks, she doesn't even dog. Aww. Like my neighbor, like, did you get a new dog? I'm like, no, that's poor Morgan. Aww. Now I have to tell you, Barnes, he's not allowed to go get groomed. He failed. He's not allowed to go back. <laughs> he's so <laughs> mean to the groomers. <laughs> Um, they love Morgan. She sits there like a pr- every. I've taken her to three groomers, and every one of them is like she is so. She just sits there because I brush her every day. And I like, do her bow every single day. I put a bow on her, Aww. so she's so she's very good. But I just yeah. can't ever take her to. I don't think Barnes right, so failed. <clears throat> so we are doing season three, episode four, and it's called "Liar, Liar, Dance Mom on Fire." Mm. Uh, we we start off you know abby's walking in and we're already there for pyramid and abby tells us you know that we won but we should have won because we were their national champions yeah she was pissed we won so she was like you should win you should win like congratulations you should have won (laughs) it's funny she has such a talent for making a compliment like a backhanded (laughs) yeah it's actually like i gotta give her credit because i mean she can take anything and turn it into something mean that's a talent she probably like thinking how she could do that oh yeah you know when somebody won that she didn't want them to win like did you just put a necklace on yeah i wanted to see what it looked like Oh my god, you're an ass. Okay. <laughs> like. so let's start off with our pyramid. On the bottom row in last place, we have Miss Chloe. Bomp bomp. Chloe, you suck a bag of dicks. Get down there where you belong. She ta- Abby tells Chloe that she needs to work on remembering her choreography. Which is the and first time we heard that Chloe didn't know her choreography in that dance. I didn't even remember that. And I'm usually pretty good at remembering stuff like that. I think they showed that she just paused. Yeah, she was like, yeah. Uh, yes. Horrible. Yes. But Abby suggests to her, like, maybe she should write it down and it would sink in. <laughs> right. She did tell Melissa in the audience last, <laughs> or I don't know, in that flashback, write it down. Okay. Noted. <laughs> and you say, for once, I can't argue with Abby because Chloe did forget her so well. Oh. Chloe's getting older and she needs to take responsibility for her actions. Yeah. I mean, look, when it's something like that, I, I don't disagree with. I don't either. And I say that later on in the episode. I, I say something about her correcting Paige's arms or whatever. And she mm-hmm. should correct things. It's just things that she shouldn't be correcting. You know, like dance things I'm fine with. Yell at her for not pointing her feet, but don't right. tell her she's stupid. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I, I couldn't agree more with that kind of stuff. So, okay. And I, I said, okay, like, I can't argue with that. I can't. So moving on. So then we go to Nia and Nia doesn't apply her corrections. And she also advises her that she should write 
her corrections down. So now we all need to bring a notebook. How's that going to go over when we pause rehearsal to go to write and write down. things down? Yeah, maybe we should tell Abby when we're upstairs on our phone all the time that we're writing down their questions oh. or their corrections in our notes. No, no, we don't have to tell her. We can just change the history of the show just there. by seeing it. We were there writing we corrections down in our <laughs> If I said it on this podcast, it makes it true. We were yeah. writing down corrections. Hello. Yeah. Yep. So next we have Mackenzie. And Abby says, when I took you out of the group, I gave you this cute little part to do. Thank goodness it was humorous. Um, and she was talking about when Mackenzie was pulling out the red carpet. It, mm-hmm. it was stuck. And I like that she said, I will never forgive her. Like, are you serious? Like, I, I thought it was cute, actually. It was And cute. I thought the judge was really cute when he when he said that, uh, you know, that happened at my wedding or whatever. I mean, yeah. it did not ruin the dance, that's no. for sure. No, not at all. But, you know, we have to be dramatic. Yeah. But Abby says that Mackenzie won't be in any of the group numbers until they're appropriate for her. Now, let me ask you a question, because we know as people that were there that oftentimes Mackenzie wasn't in dances because of various reasons, you know, forgetting or having a solo or this or that. Do you think that Abby was just laying down the foundation that like stuff was coming up? It was hard for her. They only wanted her to focus on like a solo versus a group. I don't know. They've done that since the beginning. Mackenzie really only did one or the other. Mm -hmm. She either had a solo or a group dance, which was very nice of them to do for her because I think it was hard to do more than one dance in hundred percent in a couple of days and, and stuff. So yeah, hundred percent. That I was hard rather, on days. My kids had a solo. I would rather them not be in the group dance too. Right now, There's Kelly confusion. I do have something to say. What? So I have to say when this episode came on and Abby went into pyramid, I took a look at her fashion and I was like, hmm. Did you see the orange jewelry? And the orange ALDC and the yeah. orange lipstick. And I looked and I was like, oh, it had to have been Halloween. I looked at the date that we filmed this and I was like, it was fucking Halloween. Because I, <laughs> I, I couldn't get over it. I have that on my notes about yeah. the orange, orange rhinestone jewelry, but I didn't say anything. I wrote clearly it's Halloween <laughs> and it was Halloween. So I am cackling Funny. over that. Yep. So, funny. uh-huh, it was Halloween, but it's so funny that we know that because of yeah. how well because, we know that. Because, because of how well we know them. Uh-huh. Like, we things about everybody, like, we just know them. Well, I know Abby's wearing orange or last Halloween, she had on that big spider ring and you're like, oh, it's Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny that I was like, oh, this has to be Halloween. It was. <laughs> So next we have Paige and Abby says that Paige had the featured part, but she didn't make it fabulous and she could have. Um, <laughs> didn't she say instead it was mediocre? Yeah. Yeah. And instead of running with it, it was mediocre. I, I agree that that lift thing, I don't know what the problem was with it, but it I didn't think it looked good either. Well, maybe it was the choreography, Cal. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, it was like a side kick. Yeah, it was it was like a tilt kick. It wasn't a bump mod or something. Yeah, it was kind of odd, but whatever. I I thought it sucked too. So what? I, I'll give her that. Okay. Um, third was Maddie, mm-hmm. and Abby says Maddie was good, um, and she says that she noticed Sophia's hairdo, 
and that she wishes that she Maddie had Sophia's energy and the Sophia turns and she wasn't worried about the Sophia hairdo, which she did have Sophia's hairdo. Right. But we also had a person who was backstage, not backstage, like off camera who would like touch up the moms and sometimes she would do the girl's hair. And Melissa says upstairs, D, in case anybody's hearing, she said D did her hair. hairdresser yeah yeah so yeah i I mean i actually think that it probably was that and uh you know she did have her hair do but i think it was probably d did it probably did that on purpose probably one of them probably said do her hair like um sophia so abby could comment on maybe or it might have just been a coincidence like oh i just did sophia's hair do you want me to do we never wore a braid or not like that no I think they set Maddie up for that. Probably. I, that's my opinion. I have no idea. But like I said, that's my opinion. But um, so Melissa says that she thinks there's enough pressure on Maddie without Abby comparing her to Sophia. Um, but now she knows how the other moms feel I, when Abby does that to our kids. Yeah. Even before she said that, as soon as she said there's enough pressure without being compared, I'm like, dude, welcome to the world. Yeah. And that that's my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. just, I say that all the time. It was nice to hear somebody else say it. Uh-huh. Um, and second, we have Kendall. And Abby says that you were in the front. You were given corrections a hundred times. Did you keep up with Sophia? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Hi, let's. Sophia's not there. She's not like, there. Like she is not there. I just so, don't keep going because she isn't her, her student. Oh my god! So, I don't. They show me saying that you're a plagiarist. Did they show that yeah. flashback? Because I had said that last week. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Like Sophia's not your student. So whatever, whatever. Shows that Sophia is on the top of the pyramid and they show me and you and we're like totally shocked that she's on the top of the pyramid. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that was. Yeah, I don't. And then they have me say this in my interview. I would have never said this, but I'm an asshole for saying things they told me to say. I If I would go back, <laughs> I would be like, no, I'm not saying that. Um, I think the ceiling was going to cave in at the ALDC oh. because Matt. It's not at the top of the pyramid. It was Sophia. Yeah, that was a pickup, I'm sure. It was definitely a pickup. Um, but Abby says that Sophia's, you know, on the top because she won the high score of both her category and the entire um competition. And then they show me and you in our faces. We're like, Bitches? like what the fuck? <laughs> like, like I, I just think we're kind of like why is she on the top? Like, she's not even here, you know? Oh, that's so funny. Cause I wrote, I didn't even realize that that was the part you were. Cause I wrote our faces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're kind of like, <laughs> I like the part where Abby's like, Sophia is still part of this team and she will remain on the pyramid. She was there for two weeks and left. How is she part of the team? I, I say that again later on in the episode. I have that in my notes, but, um, but she says, you know, just because she's, this is what I was saying. 
just because she is in LA shooting a movie, that's just another feather in my cap. Yeah. Now, how can you put a feather in your cap when the girl was at your studio for two weeks? Mm-hmm. That would be a feather in her dance teacher's cap. Yeah. Not your body. Yeah. I, I, I agree, Cal. I yeah. do agree. So then Abby tells us that we're going to Dance Troop Incorporated this week, and it is in Greensboro, North Carolina. Which we had been the year before. That was the first competition we did the year before. Is that where we used to go to Miller Street? I didn't go to Miller Street. I was having Clara. I never went there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was a member. I sent... I I got in trouble for not sending Chloe because I was giving birth to my child and wouldn't let her go take an extra dance class. So I got in a lot of trouble that summer. Don't you remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I I never went. Neither did my daughter. I chose for her to be part of a monumental family situation. (laughs) (laughs) Shame. Shame. (laughs) Oh, goodness. And so I ask if, you know, Brooke's going to be in the competition this weekend because she's not on the pyramid again. Yeah. What was Brooke doing these two weeks? She had to have been doing something, Cal. Definitely was. I don't remember what it was. I have no idea. I should have asked Brooke. It was the fall. Would it have been homecoming? Because it was around Halloween. I don't know why it would have been two weeks if it was the deal. I don't either. But I, I, it had to have been something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it wasn't like she did something wrong and she, Mm-mm. they didn't even show it like that. It was just like, Brooke, you're out. Like they didn't, right. they didn't even start to do the dance. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, like, Brooke, you're out. But um, she, Abby asked Brooke, you know, what she did this weekend. And Brooke was like, you know, I was here on Friday night. Saturday, I went to my friend's house. And Sunday, I did a school project. And Abby is like, well, you should have been at dance class. And I just wanted to point out that Brooke has on a black leotard and pink tights. I saw that because she was in ballet class. Because she was at in the senior ballet class, which, uh-huh. you know, Abby in a few minutes tells her that she, you know, wasn't at ballet on Sunday. Well, she's in ballet today, Abby. Nobody I else also, was. Exactly. But I also love and it didn't make sense where she's like, you have been, how did she say this? She was like, I don't remember. She was like, you have been in ballet since you were six or seven. Okay. Well, what does that have to do with her missing this past week? It didn't make sense. And yeah. also for people watching the show, um, I'd like to point out that it was funny because Brooke wasn't miked. So that's why she was hard here. So it does make a difference if you're miked. That's why there were um, captions. And so if somebody talks and they're not mic'd, like they'll come in with a microphone over their heads, but it's still very hard to hear, especially in a room like the, um, like studio the a. studio a, cause it's so big, but I just thought that was like a fun little behind the scenes thing for people to, to realize. Yeah. Okay. So Abby tells us about the group dance. It is called voyage home. And it's a contemporary dance. And she says that they're going to be immigrants. And Brooke tells Abby, or Abby tells Brooke that she wants her to work to get back into the group. She's not allowing her to be in it this week that she, Uh you know, has to work to get back in it. And And it's a very, very she what? 
I thought Brooke looked very thrilled. Like she was oh. like not really ambitious to get back into the group. I thought she's. I love like, that it's a what? very very. I'll go to my friend's house again on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be no over here. Problem. Sorry. I like that yeah. it's a very serious, serious number. She's like, this is a serious number. I'm like, okay. As opposed to all those fun, upbeat, fancy, easy numbers we do. This is serious. Okay. So it's serious, Cal. And Mackenzie is doing a solo acrobatic. It's called Lemonade. And Paige is doing a, a acrobatic jazz solo called I Want to Dance. And Kendall and Maddie are doing a duet that is called Sugar and Spice. I was watching this and Chloe was sitting by me. And I said, oh, Chloe. I was like, were you upset? Because they really showed like a shot of her being upset. Yeah. She goes, oh, no. She goes, I never cared if I didn't have to do it. Yeah, she did look like she was like, "Mm -mm, no. Just disappointed. No. And I, and I, that's why I asked her because she was sitting, she was like under the porch and I was watching it, like sitting in my pool. And I was like, were you upset? She's like, oh, no. So just like sometimes they show us looking one way. She definitely didn't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we're dismissed. Oh, we- I have two things to say. I forgot. Number one, in Melissa's interview, she stole my really bad Barbie hairdo. It was like all teased and helmety and terrible. No, it was terrible. It was like just this awful looking thing that her hair was very like big. And then right before uh, we go in with Abby doing the uh, the group dance, Mackenzie's doing coffee grinders. <laughs> what? They're like warm up and like everybody's doing like over splits and stuff. And Mackenzie's doing coffee grinders. I was that cracking was- up. She was never. What? Remember Joshua, Joshua, my son. Yes. He used to always coffee grinds in his dance. Uh-huh. That was I was laughing at Mackenzie doing that. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. So Abby dismisses us and tells the girls to warm up. And, you know, they're doing the group re- routine. And Abby tells Brooke to run the music. And she tells Mackenzie to stand in for Sophia. Okay. Shouldn't that have been opposite? You would think so. Yeah. But maybe Kenzie didn't know how to run the music. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. But pay attention later on, which I, I haven't marked down in here. Brooke is actually doing the dance. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. For she, sure. She's not in this actual scene. She there, she's shown doing the music, but in the rest of them, she mm-hmm. is actually doing the dance. Doing the dance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Abby says that she plans for Sophia to be in the group routine at the competition and has built in parts for her. And Mackenzie is the swing. Great. Sure. So, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and this week's theme is very lightly about immigration. It's more about getting across that border. It's about the struggle. Kelly she says, I am dead over this dance the entire episode. I am dead. She's like, I want the kids to push themselves artistically. Um, there's some partner work, and that's something new for these kids. Which I think our kids did a lot of partner work. I know yeah. Brooke did. But she should have had Brooke in it because Brooke did partner work all the time in her trios. No, they did and, partner but, work. Yeah. Well, so this then is they show us 
and I'm bitching, of course. Sure. I do. Ugh, God, I need to just shut up. What but are you I'm bitching like, about? Hold on. I'm I'm bitching because I say Brooke is really going to further her dance uh-huh. education by running the music. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I mean, it's true. Abby's like, you know, you're not going to get any better by not dancing because she didn't dance this weekend, but she's not allowing her to dance now. She's in the dance room and you're not having her dance. Mm-hmm. So interesting. We need to do that. I'll have a oh, cheers. Cheers. Um, and Brooke says, although I'm not happy, I'm not competing this weekend. There's a part of me that really wishes I was there. I wanted to show the girls that although I'm not on the team, I still do really care and I want to support them. Yeah, I I thought that was phrased weird because she's like, even though I wasn't there, but then she doesn't go this weekend either. I don't know. I don't know. That whole thing confused me. I don't know why she wasn't there. I need to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, So I say that I'm frustrated because it's been two weeks in a row that Brooke hasn't been on the pyramid and, you know, Sophia's on the top of the pyramid and she isn't even there yes and i say you know i'm bitching again that brooke needs to be at the competition with me and abby's just like remember you're an immigrant coming through the desert or coming on a boat (laughs) that you've been on for days dramatic girls make it dramatic the entire time abby is explaining this dance every scene is different and wrong <laughs> yeah. every scene is different and wrong and i just have to point out that you were wearing a very aggressive tiger shirt oh i was it was ugly it was very tigerific i don't recall you ever having anything quite like that on i never, but... used, I never wear like mm-hmm. animal prints. i don't know why i had that on well you did that day running out of clothes i guess from Jill. You did. I, I mean, yeah. You, you might have borrowed that from Jill. Now, I have is the ugliest outfit, Jill, in this scene. What was she her has on that long, It's a long sweater and it's got like different colored stripes. And then she has this big butterfly necklace on. Oh, yeah. That was it ugly. Was it was ugly. I thought that was even uglier than my, my tiger strip. And I had on a doozy too, but Jill's was ugliest. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of doozies this week. I mean, look, it's a, it's a time capsule. It's definitely a moment in time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so we're on upstairs and we're talking about, you know, the theme of the dance being immigrating and you're like, how can they be immigrating? They've been on this team since they were born. Uh-huh. And like Abby got lucky that these little grim immigrants are good dancers, which I agree. And then they show that back the the girls doing this thing with their back leg flipping it over. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nia's was really good. Oh, I, I thought Nia did good. I don't, I don't remember seeing it, but I'm glad that Nia like got shown on TV doing something good. Like, I don't know if it was like done correctly, but I thought it looked really good. Yeah, but I'm glad that they showed her looking good. I do have to say there is a deleted scene and I never bring up deleted scenes, but this one is worth bringing up, okay? Because Holly is saying, at one point, Abby was telling the girls that they're immigrating via the Titanic, but 
stopping on the way at Staten Island. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ah, that's pretty funny. So they're on the Titanic, but they're stopping at Staten Island. Kelly, not Ellis Island, Staten Island. Okay, then Melissa uh-huh. goes. And then Abby said that it was like the parking lot. Like they're the parking lot people. The asphalt. The girls were trying to come into the studio, but the moms weren't letting them. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe that this show is on television. Although this is probably why this show is on television. I stopping at Staten Island. I Chloe and I were pissing ourselves when we were reading that and like watching that scene. We were pissing ourselves because yeah. it's it's insanity. This is insanity. Yeah. You get mocked all the time for uh, Anne Frank doing cartwheels. Uh, I think immigrating on the Titanic to Staten Island is the winner <laughs> for thank dumb you. for dumb school shit. Truly. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're welcome. Next time somebody says something about the Anne Frank cartwheels, be like, at least they didn't immigrate to or immigrate to Staten Island on the Titanic. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So. Then Melissa's upstairs and she's saying that she's upset that she didn't catch on that D did her Maddie's hair to look like Sophia's. Yeah. And that's what we said earlier. Yeah. And Jill asks if Maddie's upset that she didn't get a solo. And Melissa immediately is like, no, she's happy. She has a duet. Are you kidding? Oh my God. And she's like, um, she goes like this. She goes, um, like, yeah. And you can but, tell. But that's one of the things that we always say. Like, and we've said it, like, whenever um, the music stopped and, and things like that. Melissa can, gives things away with her body language. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right there, you know, she's full of shit because of the way she is. Right. Yes. And she's like, yes, like she's excited. You know, and you're like, oh, okay, Melissa, we know that you yeah. hate it. Yeah. But, um, so then Jill says, you know, that just just that Maddie's upset that, you know, Abby is now favoring Sophia over Maddie and Melissa agrees with her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jill says in her interview that Maddie is amazing on her own. She doesn't need Abby. It's unfair. Um, but guess what? Kendall can be amazing on her own too. (laughs) A little Kendall could be amazing. Oh. I think they all could be amazing. Oh, of course, of course, of course. I just got to hand it to Jill. She is unbelievable in an interview when they're clearly asking her about like the Maddie situation and you know Sophia that she somehow manages to spin it back to Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> oh gosh! Now here is the most humiliating part. We're at Abby's house. Oh my god. Uh, and we're out front and like we're going into her house okay wait I have something to say I don't mean to interrupt you but this is important so right before we went into that cleaning scene I was in the car on the phone with my mother-in-law whose mother was very 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 sick and had just been admitted to the hospital and wasn't expected to make it so that was Chloe's great-grandmother on Mark's side now keep that in mind because I'm going to tell you something later okay um, so Holly is like, such a great day to go visit Abby. 
And I'm like, uh, it's never a good day. To <laughs> and I retweeted that immediately on my Twitter timeline. Oh, uh, yeah. No, but I'm just saying I would have. Yeah. Um, so I say that Abby asked the moms to go through her garage and look for old dance stuff. And I'm like, I don't know why we can't say no to this lady. Well, I know why, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. Did you want to say about that extra interview or? Oh, oh, I wasn't even paying attention to it. Oh. Nah. Sorry. Um, so we're going through the garage and it it's just disgusting. Even the door, when it goes up, it's filthy. Yeah, it was gross in there. And there's so, um, so much Abby junk. Tells, yeah. She needs to go on borders. <laughs> Abby tells the moms that she wants them to look for old programs and props that like could be reused that we've used in the past. And you're like, I'm not touching anything in there. God knows what's growing in that garage. I'm and telling I don't feel you. like getting babies. Or COVID. That's shot. where COVID came from. It came from that fucking garage. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Forget like the market in China. It came from that garage. Ground zero yeah. for COVID. Well, we're all we're out. Goodness. Yeah. And you I'm, spot some mice droppings. I'm pretty sure my interview, I said, I don't want to get an STD and they made me change it. <laughs> uh, so Melissa's looking through stuff and she's like, oh, I hit the jackpot. Um, and I go over and I look and I hold up a picture of Abby. I think it was like her senior picture. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. If you were to be pink, Abby. And me in my interview, I'm like, Melissa's excited about cleaning out Abby's garage and is probably thinking of, that it'll help Maddie get to the back to the top of the pyramid. I'm well, such a bitch. I, I love that you did the grease reference to pure to be pink, Abby. Like, if you don't know, that is such a grease reference. And I totally got it the minute you said it. I was like, she's too pure to be pink. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell you that it's right up Melissa's alley. Um, I don't know what could be worse, her cleaning out her junk or her cleaning, kissing her ass. I don't know. They're and, probably both bad. Yeah. All right. Ugh. So you hold up papers and you're reading them out loud and pretending like you found one that says that um, <laughs> I'm on probation for cussing in the stu- or cursing in the studio in 1979. Some things will never change. You're such a bit. I'm sorry. It's quite true. Probably was. I'm really mad that I'm mad that you and I didn't get the hat memo because Holly rolled in in a hat and then Jill had on like the Billie Jean fedora. Uh huh. Yeah. Holly was hysterical. Oh my god. So here comes Holly. She starts screaming and flipping out you know, like everybody out. <laughs> She's like, I found a dead mouse. And she, I want to know how Holly got to just leave. I don't know. I think we were kind of wrapped up there, but I love in her interview, she goes, I don't do mice. <laughs> Neither do I, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do cleaning do somebody's mice. garage. Yeah, me either. I don't even clean up my own garage. I know. I was going to say you and Abby, co-hoarders. Yeah. Shut up, Jeremy <laughs> <Pyramid> Dower. 
If I showed you the side of my office right now that you can't see off camera, you'd be like, well, you're fucking right there with me. No room to talk, huh? No, none. Zero. So I find two pictures and I hold them up and I say that I'm going to sneak them out of the building. Um, One of them is that I show is Abby with a black eye. And I'm like, I'm going to be dreaming about this tonight, thinking that I gave her the black eye foreshadowing and yeah and you're like oh she has the same hairdo she she did. <laughs> I wonder why she had a black eye though I don't know somebody else had to punch her out but you know what's funny about that is clearly in that picture like she had somebody take that photograph as evidence and I'm like oh see oh, something's never changed absolutely <laughs> absolutely so then we're back at the studio and they're working on Mackenzie's solo. And Abby says, you know, I don't want a lemon out on the stage. A lemon is when you buy a car and everything goes wrong with it. Like, like Mackenzie really even knows what she's talking about. She's like, like what? Yeah. yeah. Who? She says Mackenzie does cute well. Which she does. But, uh, yeah. Um, but she has a few extra tricks in her routine this week that are more difficult than usual. She does a roundup back tuck, an aerial walkover and side aerials. Um, and then Abby picks her up and she's showing her how to do a split, the split with the back Mm -hmm. leg. And she has her like resting on her boobs. I love when Jill says on her bosoms. Yes. (laughs) Yes. First she said boobs, then she changed it to bosoms. Her bosoms. I'm like, oh, Jill, wow. So then Abby calls in Paige for her rehearsal solo, solo rehearsal. And I'm like, oh, God, Paige is going to get tortured. And you're like, no, Abby's good mood. You were her servant today. And Jill's like, is one of my faves. Go on. Yeah, you helped Abby out today. You only stole two things. I think you're ahead of the game. <laughs> I was bitch. cracking up when she said that. You only stole two things. <laughs> now, wait, when Paige is, my- we all start cracking up. I'm like choking on my drink, but I have to say, Paige is wearing one of your like creations. My outfits. Yeah, yeah, it was my main outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Abby points out to Paige that she's only 12 years old and she's dancing in the 12 to 13 age category mm-hmm. and Paige says that this is her first solo of the season so she needs to do it well so she can prove to Abby that she deserves to be on the team and you know Paige is running her dance and Abby stops her and says that her arms look like dish rags and I'm upstairs and I say you know Abby's yelling at her for her noodly arms. And I'm like, I'm fine with her yelling at yeah. Paige for things. That's what I'm paying her to do. It's just when she yells at her for other things, like when she calls her stupid and stuff, yes. that's what bothers. Uh, uh huh. Of course. <laughs> Cause you're a normal human and that would bother anyone. So Abby tells Paige that, you know, don't look up at your mother. Every time you look at your mom, you're going to have to do 20 push-ups. God forbid she'd look at her mom. And like the I say, for Paige, them is 
we're filming upstairs. Those children know we're we're looking at them. And we're and we're actually like at this point, I'm trying to hear what Abby's saying to Paige so I can comment. It's distracting up there because they can see us. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for your eyes not to go up and look. Mm-hmm. But I'm in my interview and I say, I think Paige is ready for this solo. She says, I, I say that, you know, Abby doesn't give Paige enough chances to do solos. If she did, Paige would get used to doing them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true for everybody. The more sure. you do, you're off you are. You know, you just get used to doing it and stuff. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I thought this was a cute dance for Paige. Which we'll talk about later. So fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just like, liked all the aerials that she did. She can't even finish a move. It always looks sloppy. Mm. Whatever. Uh, so we're sitting upstairs and Melissa's like, I'm going to go downstairs. And she's like, why are you going downstairs? And I, I'm just like, you know, like, I know why she's going down. Kiss Abby's ass and clean something up. Mm-hmm. but um you ask if anybody else thinks melissa's pretending to be okay with the fact that maddie and kendall have a duet and you say in your interview that maddie and melissa are so overwhelmed by the fact that sophia is here on the team and um that they're living in her shadow that they don't know what to do with themselves yeah I- that might have come across as a little harsh because, you know, I'm saying it about Maddie too, but I stand by that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So 
I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Oh, I agree. I Melissa mean, even said it earlier. You know, that she, now she knows how it feels mm-hmm. when it's done to our kids, you know, because it's for once being done to Maddie and it's right. hard, it's hurtful. And I don't blame her for feeling that way because we all felt that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but so now uh, Paige is getting yelled at because, um, I don't know what Abby told her about her arms or something three times. Blah, blah. Yeah. And that now she wants more acting. She's like, I don't think you understand. Like there's people with machine guns in their car and they won't let you get out of the car. You need to be stronger, be tougher. Now, do you think that was a little jab at us in the parking lot in the cars? Or are we the ones to see with the machine guns, I guess? I I took a screenshot of that, of the girls, because there's a shot of four of them just like looking at Abby, literally like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I sent it over to Chloe and I was like explaining it to her. We, I'm telling you, Chloe and I were crying during this whole se- this whole this whole show because it's insanity. Yeah. It's insanity. Kelly, it's insane. It's insane. I agree, I agree, I agree. Okay. So now we're at Maddie and Kendall's duet. And Abby's, you know, talking to them about the duet. And Kendall and Maddie kind of like giggle a little bit. Oh, yeah. God forbid. I don't know why you're laughing and being silly. Maddie, not too long ago, you were doing solos and at the top of the pyramid. Um, That's where you always were. And now you're Kendall's duet partner. I wouldn't be laughing about it. This is so ignorant. 
Like that's the only word I can say. And Jill says later on something that she said was ignorant. This was so rude. So rude. Yeah. So we're upstairs and we're all talking about, you know, that we don't think, I I think Holly mentioned it, that it's not a downgrade to do a duet. I think what Holly said is it's a lovely opportunity. It is. I know, but Holly's so funny. This is a lovely opportunity. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I want this. I always want that opportunity for Nia and, Mm -hmm. you know, we all want that opportunity. So Mm -hmm. Um, so Maddie's in her interview and she says, sugar and spice is a very fun dance. It's upbeat and cute, but it's not hard. I wish I had a solo this week because solos are more challenging for me. And Kendall says that she's nervous because she's in a duet. Um, it's more in a duet. It's more obvious when somebody messes up. Mm. I think it's more obvious in a group. Yeah, I agree with that. Because in in the duets, a lot of times you have different parts, right? So you can kind of you can kind of like make it out. Like I don't know. I guess when you mess up, it shows anytime. Right, right. So we go down into the dance shop. The, this the picture. Well, this was funny. But did you see the picture of Abby? It's that she had like an eight by ten of her with that like like that thing that she did. Yeah, and I. Yeah. I thought, oh, I put a little note, like you could have put that in the garage to get rid of the rats. Well, that was one of her things that she sold at her meet and greets. Oh, was it? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Sorry, guys. I keep coughing. Um, So Melissa's in there cleaning and organizing the dance room. And Abby says, hey, what do you think about the duet? And Melissa's like, I'm not happy about it. Uh And Abby says, Maddie was the one doing a solo every week. And now she's doing a duet with Kendall. And Melissa goes, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I think, you know, it's just different. It's, yeah. And Abby's in her interview. And well, I I have a little note. Did you see Melissa's face on that? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you want to tell the audience what she did. I mean, I saw it and I know Melissa, so. Yeah. But Abby says, did Melissa just admit to me that she's not happy Maddie has a duet with Kendall? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit stir, Abby. <laughs> so Joe comes in and she confronts Abby in front of all the girls that Maddie doing a duet with Kendall is a downgrade from doing solos. Did you see how and- she walked in holding her shoes? Yeah. <laughs> being a good girl. She was being a good girl. Um, and Kendall or Jill points out that Kendall's been dancing with Maddie for a year now. Even though it wasn't a duet, she's still been dancing with her. Yeah. And Abby's throws Melissa under the bus and says, Hey, Melissa was the one that stood in the store and told me she wasn't thrilled that her kid had a duet with Kendall. Uh-huh. So uh, I was like, uh-huh. what am I supposed to do with that? Well, what and, you're supposed to do with that, Jills, you're supposed to go fight about it because it's dance moms. So I'm just exactly. letting you know. <laughs> Jill's like, you know, that was rude. And she doesn't understand why some people would think that their kids are above other kids. Well, because that's all yeah. that we're told. Yeah. Um. So Jill's like, you know, Melissa, you're busted. You lied to me. 
And she did. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's on camera. That's That was kind of where this episode got me a little bit. Uh, because, and there could be editing involved, because there's always edit, you yeah. know, it could be editing. Yeah. But I mean, it was obvious that Melissa was not thrilled, just based on her body language upstairs and like some of the stuff she said. It's on camera. So how can you deny it and be like, believe whatever you want? Because you know, in six weeks, she's watching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why it's almost better to cop to it and just be like, yeah, you know? I mean, I feel like we did that a lot, right? I mean, like when we knew something was going to be on camera, it was like, well, yeah, it's on camera. But I guess I never said anything shitty like that. I don't know. I I don't lie. So I... I never had to worry about that. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was like... If I'm going to say something about you, I'm going to say it to your face. Right. I've always been that way. And I probably should have kept my mouth shut a lot of times. That's my problem on the show. I always spoke my mind. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you did, Kelly. I I take ownership over what I say. Yeah. But so one day till competition and Abby and Gianna are at the front desk and Abby tells... Gianna, that she hasn't heard from Sophia and she's starting to get worried. And Gianna says that she finished um, Kendall and Maddie's duet and that the choreography is difficult. And I think that's funny because Gianna said the choreography was difficult, but Maddie just in her interview said mm-hmm. that it, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't challenging. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, interesting too. I did notice that. Yeah. Um. So... They all go into the den and Christy, you're, um, you told Chloe about rehearsal yesterday and Abby says, you know, that Maddie and Sophia's roles in the dance, but she never mentions the rest of the girls. Mm-mm. No. But I don't understand how Sophia has a role. And, and she's, she's not there. And Meanwhile, if our kids are 10 seconds late and she brings this up on the bus with you, she's like, you weren't there at the beginning. And you're like, Sophia's not there now. And she's like, but you weren't there at the beginning. And I'm like, for fuck's sakes. Like that was weeks ago. Right. You know, and it was a day before the competition. And she always says, like, I, I brought up last week about how she so blatantly was like, oh, Sophia didn't learn it at home. Sophia didn't. Well, how can so how can you expect Sophia to be in this dance when we're on the bus to the place and she has not had any one minute of rehearsal? So you right. knew Sophia wasn't going to be in this dance because right. how, how could she? Or or you lie and say mm-hmm. Sophia wasn't learning that dance in ten minutes. No, if she no, no. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's just a way to aggravate us? I feel like yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair. <laughs> so Jill, you know, says what she learned from Abby and, you know, about Melissa's real feelings about the duet. And Jill says, I I guess because Ma- Melissa thinks that Maddie's too good to dance with Kendall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and I just look like we're like shocked. Yeah, but I that was the first time we heard this, like out in the parking lot. And I remember being shocked because, first of all, Melissa very rarely let her guard down on dance moms. You know, like I was shocked that something like that was she knew was recorded. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
you know? Um, and I mean, I thought that was like a pretty, I don't want to say bad, like, oh my God, it's so bad, but that was like a pretty hurtful thing. Yeah. You know? So I think I was shocked by it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, so is, is it, oh, we're still in the parking lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and you tell us that, you know, Melissa told everybody that yesterday that she was happy about doing the wet, the duet. Yeah. And I'm like, someone's lying. Mm-hmm. You, you know? And I'm, I point out that everybody knows that Abby speaks the truth. I mean, I <laughs> Like she kind of speaks her mind and, you know, I just point out that Melissa's lied to me many times. Mm -hmm. You pointed that out on the, um, reunion. Yeah. You you know, you were like, well, Kelly, I've known both of them for years and I've never known Kelly to lie to me, but I can't say the same about Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think at that point, Jill hadn't really had any experience with it, you know, like with Melissa lying to her, but, um, you know, like you're allowed to feel a certain way, but when you're on TV, you know, you're going to get busted. So don't lie about it because you're just going to make it worse. That's kind of like how I thought. Um, Yeah. yeah. So Jill's saying, you know, like she's asking our advice, what what she should do. And we tell her she should confront Melissa. Yeah. And Jill says, I don't want to cause any drama with this duet, but I can't let Melissa get away with this. Right, because we don't like to cause drama. We're drama free. (laughs) I can't let her think that her daughter is to to dance with mine. Yeah. Um, We go upstairs and then they're working on. Cal, did you notice when Jill went upstairs, she had her big Louie? Yes, I did. She's like, I can't carry my small Louie in. She's like, I got my big Louie. I was cracking up when I saw her big Louie. I'm like, there it is. Jill's big Louie. Oh, gosh. Um, all right. So, you know, they're doing their duet. And we're upstairs. And Jill confronts Melissa and says that, you know, Abby said that you thought it was a downgrade to do for Maddie to do a solo or duet with Kendall and Melissa repeatedly denies it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, Abby's the one that said it. She's the, she said it is a downgrade for Maddie. Mm-hmm. And Jill says, I guess what hurts the most is Abby truly believes that you think Maddie's too good to do a dance with Kendall. And Jill says that um, all the girls have strengths and weaknesses, uh, but it's unfair for a teacher to say one kid is too good to dance with another. And we all agree with her. Yes. And like, you know, you believe whatever you want, Jill, but you know, she's insisting that she did not say that. But did you see when she first said, when she first confronts her, Melissa goes, what? Like the face, yeah. it was very <laughs> over the top. And I'm like, okay, this feels artificial. Melissa, dial it and back. We said when it was, she reacted the same kind of way with the whole music shopping thing yeah but here they actually got to show her yeah 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 um so abby we're you know we're in the dressing room with abby and 
Abby tells us what she wants the costume to look like, and it needs to be dark and dramatic. She says, I want to look, I want the girls to look as though they've been through a whole lot to get across the border. (laughs) (laughs) And here, this, I love, I love, I love, I love this whole exchange. Go on. Holly's like, where are the children immigrating from? Screaming. like, we don't know. They're trying to get across the border. It's not about where they're coming from, but where they're going. It's about the voyage home. And Holly's like, I'm listening to Abby's definition of immigration, and I'm confused. How on earth can you immigrate (laughs) home? How do you immigrate home? (laughs) And I, if you notice, Anytime Abby starts talking about immigration, they immediately put clown music on in the background. So I really appreciate whoever did that in post. Thank you for that little funny thing. Because it is clowny. It's it's ridiculous. Yep. How do you immigrate home? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So here's the next part I'm going to tell you about. Go on. This is what now I said. We're... Remind Remind you or remind me. Okay, so now we're all in the parking lot and the bus pulls up and, you know, we're getting on the bus and you'd say to Jim, the bus driver, you wouldn't know what to do if we didn't all have pink suitcases. It's true, Jim, you wouldn't. Now, so when we got on the bus, Chloe was hysterically crying, like hysterically crying. And she got on the bus and Abby's like, what are you crying for? And she's like, the only reason you should ever cry is if like your foot got cut off or somebody died. Chloe's grandma had just died. Oh my God. Two minutes before we got on the bus, like we found out that my, my husband's grandma had died. And like, we had a funeral that upcoming week and Abby was like giving her a hard time for crying on the bus. Isn't that terrible? And and I actually stopped Abby and I was like, her grandmother just died. And she was like, like, she got kind of like about it because I was, I put her in her place. I was like, her grandmother died. Like, let the kid cry. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're at interview, you're at interview and you say, we went to DTI last year and did well. We're familiar with the competition and the judges. So yeah. we all get on the bus and we're driving and Abby reminds the girls um, that everybody at the competition is already there working. So mm-hmm. when we go into the hotel, you know, we need to have our game faces on and pretend like we're dancers. Because I like how she said, pretend you're dancers. Hi, let's rip on us a little bit. I know. But she's like, you never know who you're going to run into. It could be a faculty member. It could be a judge or whoever. So we're sitting, Abby reads a text from Jackie out loud and says um, that Sophia is still filming a movie in LA and will not be at the competition. Okay. And I speak up and say, see, you should have put Brooke on the team from day one. And Abby's like, well, from day one, you weren't there. That was like two weeks ago. I know. I just let her go. So I'm like, no, day one of this week. And she's like... I'm like, you know, Sophia wasn't there day one of this week either. And uh-huh. Brooke, she wasn't. And she's like, no, Sophia was doing a movie in Hollywood. Brooke was at school. <laughs> God forbid my daughter went to school. <laughs> what? It, she's like, it's a big difference. 
Kelly, you have to understand, I want stars, not mediocre. Well, I'm glad my daughter went to school, Abby, because she graduated college a year early with two minor or majors. And, you know, like, yes. But wait, I did not realize how many times Abby used the word mediocre ever, ever. Oh, and it's always for my kids. Yeah. So we're in the back, like further back in the bus and Jill's sitting with you and I'm like, kind of just like leaning over the seat. I know we're like these little, little, literally on the back of the bus after high school. We're like, go Uh talk to her, go, go. Uh It's your only choice. Yeah. And you're like, you know, that you should, you know, say something to Melissa and Jill's like, she doesn't know if she wants to because she don't know if Abby will back her up and you're like, you know, Abby doesn't want to be accused of lying. So you think that Abby will back her up now though, that I've heard all the things that Abby is currently saying, I don't think she cares if people accuse her of lying. (laughs) Back then I thought she might care. Yeah. So we arrive at dance troops and North Carolina and did you see all the fans? Oh my God, yes. Bazillions. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, this is one of the places where people were taking pictures under the stall. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm almost sure of it. So Abby tells us, girls, listen up. Um, all these people lined up in the hallway. They're excited to see you because you are the national champions. Yeah, that's why. Step up to the plate and get it in gear. Figure it out and no lazy mistakes. Such a pep talk. Did you? Yeah. Did we see Melissa's pants though when the she rolled line. in? Oh my god, she might win. My, I have them on my bad clothes list too. Okay, those might win. I have Jill's sweater and butterfly necklace. Oh my god! For once, I didn't win. Oh, I like to win though. I don't want to win that shit though. Yeah. So we're in the dressing room and they're running Paige's solo and Paige is, or Abby's talking to Paige, giving her corrections. And, you know, she tells Paige, she's already gone over these corrections with her. And Abby tells Mackenzie, um, you made a mockery of the entire routine with the bow falling out and then you doing your back handspring the wrong direction. Now you have an even bigger headpiece. Don't let it happen again. And then she looks at Paige and says, good luck, Paige. Go out there and dance like you've never danced before. No mistakes. Got it? Can't wait to go. Yeah. (laughs) So Kenzie goes out and does her lemonade solo. I thought it was good. Yeah. Abby says it was a great routine and Mackenzie did a great job. Uh, Paige says... um, this is her first solo of the season, and all she can think of is Abby's corrections Aww. and Abby screaming in her head to do this right, do that right. Mm, Paige. And then Paige does her solo, and I say Paige, Paige's dance was great. She was confident, and she did make a lot of the corrections. She wasn't perfect, but nobody's perfect. You stole that from Clobird. <laughs> Did you like Paige's uh, dance or you said it was fast? It was, I, I mean, it was just like all Paige's other dances. I like Paige better doing a dance like their group dances. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, that she can actually finish a move. Yeah, like I, I think Paige's dances always looked sloppy because the, they were so fast. Well, and- you know what's funny about that too is that if Paige is always accused of being sloppy, you should slow it down so she has time to like complete, like make finish. an arm straight. Exactly, but she never did. So hmm, look, I, I, we should be choreographers now too. Yeah, but um, we're in the dressing room. And oh gosh. <laughs> we you know we say both soloists did good. And I point out that um Abby will find something negative to say. And I'm like, I'm trying to behave myself and kiss her ass this week. So I'm going to sit here and bite my tongue. And that is so hard to do. <laughs> it's very hard for me to do. Yes. And then <laughs> you're like, I Cut. say this is where you called Abby a whore. God. And then they, you know, show me. And I'm like, I have to behave this year. And you're like, um, you should be like, for the sequel. Holly, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I missed it last year. I was working. And your boobs are out of control in that dress. I know. They, you and talk I- about not having boobs. Your boobs are like, bam. Dress more often. Yeah, they were babammy. Often my boobs look big. I think it's only twice in this whole three seasons that my boobs have looked like I even had. Yeah, they were big, biggins. Yeah. So Paige and Mackenzie come in and I tell Paige, you know, just listen to what Abby says and ignore it. Because <laughs> she's probably going to come in and say mean things. And Abby comes in and tells Paige, you know, she did wonderful. And whatever she just kind of dismisses it and jill asks abby about what melissa said about the duet and abby says that uh, melissa wasn't too crazy about it mm-hmm. well melissa- did you notice right before jill starts talking she's like she lets out this big sigh. oh no that's later later she lets out this big sigh i'm trying on my necklaces in case you're worried just trying these on Okay, go on. Did you get them or something? Yeah, I'm just, I have, I just untangled a bunch. So I was putting them on to see if I like the layers. All right, go on. Yeah. So Melissa says that, you know, um, that's not what she said. She said, I'm, I said I wasn't crazy about not having a solo, mm. not about having a duet. And Melissa's like, I did not say that. Abby's like, well, everybody in this room knows that you have a selective memory. Mm-hmm. Like, Your ex-husband told me multiple times that you would talk to me on the phone, hang up with me and call somebody else and rip all over me. And Melissa's and- crying. Yeah. And she's like, I've been so dedicated to this studio. And she's like, you're the person that's like, you love the one you're with. If your kid's doing a duet with Chloe, you're all up Christie's butt. You and I say that all the time. Yeah. Melissa's upset because she's getting called out. She's getting called out on it. And like she says, like she's so dedicated to the studio because Melissa does that stuff for Abby to protect her. Correct. Like, I think I was more dedicated to that studio than Melissa was just because I didn't clean her 
garbage cans mm-hmm. it wasn't dedicated. I was dedicated. I was there for 30 some years. That's mm-hmm. pretty much dedication. Right. You know, but right. I don't know. Um, so Melissa cries a little bit and you're, you're looking all weirded out. Well, cause she's like, you're up Christie's butt. And I'm like, wait, why is she up my butt? Why do I have to talk about this? I'm just over here minding my business. Um, so Kendall and Maddie are running the duet and oh, Abby, the scene, man. You know, Oof. Yeah. Abby keeps calling out corrections to Kendall and Jill, you know, says maybe you should tell Maddie a correction. And she mm-hmm. says that whenever she does, um, she says Maddie doesn't need corrected. She point blank is like Maddie doesn't need corrected. Yeah, and Kendall, she's like, oh, that was a perch, and Jill's like, no, her back leg wasn't straight. The straight oh yeah, because Jill goes, oh, straighten your leg, Maddie, and then she's yeah. like, her leg's supposed to be bent, and she's like, no, her other leg, because I think she other got leg. tired of just it, her harping on Kendall. I felt really bad for Jill in this whole situation because we've been there. And there haven't been too many instances yet, like Holly with the Laquifa wig. And I'm sure there's other ones that we could point out. But for the most part, it's been you and I, like getting the the brunt of this for our kids. And I know how Jill felt because Abby is like making Kendall out to be this horribly dumb, inadequate, whatever dancer. And she's like, what about the other girl in the duet? And Abby's like, she's perfect. And she's like, no, she's not. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Correct. You've already told us. <laughs> um, and a- Abby says nobody's perfect. If she was perfect, she would have a solo. Mm-hmm. But she also offers Kendall or Maddie a chance to take a private with Jill this week. Yes. Which mm-hmm. I loved. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, Kendall starts crying. And I like, I felt so bad for Kendall because she's like, you know, Kendall's looking at Jill, like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? And Jill's just like, because I'm not going to let her belittle you like this. Right. And I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And I see how Kendall feels and I see how Jill feels because I know my kids, when I speak up, they're kind of like, mom, shut up. Like, you yeah, make it worse for me. But as a mom, it's very hard to sit there and just hear her saying terrible things. To your kid, yeah, and, and not to other people, right? But Kendall does make me laugh because she's like, Stop. <laughs> Kendall's always the one calling Jill out. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think Kendall was the the mom there. Sometimes, sometimes, probably. Um. So the kids are all sitting in the hallway, and Abby's like, "Girls, I'm not putting up with this crap. Uh... You dance now, or get in the wings and find another dance studio." Well, she was saying that to Kendall because she bent down and got in Kendall's face. Yeah, And I'm yeah. like, God, who lets this woman do that? And so when she talks about how our kids always say that they don't remember things, they don't remember things because they block them out because they don't want to remember stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like when you, like Kendall was just getting ready to go on stage. Yeah. And, and then she was walking and, and you tell her to go find a different studio. That gets her flustered. A hundred percent. And that's why sometimes they mess up or they forget or whatever, because you flustered them. Yeah. But 
Um, we're not allowed to say that because we're idiots, as I'm yeah. told later. So Kendall and Maddie are behind the stage and Maddie's giving Kendall a pep talk, you know, telling her, you know, use your face. Don't, you know, don't just smile. You have to use expressions and they hug and um, they go on and they do their duet. And I have to say, I thought Kendall did fabulous. I did too. I, I did I, too. I, I thought she was very good. And I, I think they were together. I remember watching it in real life, thinking that they were very good together. Yeah, I, I specifically remember that. Yeah. I thought they were very good. Um, so then, you know, we're in the dressing room and everybody congratulates them. And Abby comes in and tells the girls, good job and sits down and she makes a face like, mm-hmm. and Jill's like, Abby, you can give corrections. Mm-hmm. Abby's like, oh, Jill, you're allowing me to mm-hmm. correct students now. And Jill's like, you can do whatever you want. I just don't want you screaming and hurting the kids' feelings before they go on stage. Correct. And Abby's like, um, Jill. Oh, that's you- when Jill sighed, by the way. She went, Abby, yeah, you can get like You're arguing, like, for what? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you want to be, like, it's a no-win situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but Abby's like, you know, if you thought her leg was an alicassant, uh, go to an ophthalmologist or an, an, or go to an eye doctor or a foot doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not straight. Mm. Um, mm. and Jill says, um, Abby needs to be more hands-on in giving corrections. Uh, but- I disagree with that with Jill. <laughs> like, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thanks, Jill. Keep your hands to yourself. Um, Then um, Jill said, or Abby says to Jill, um, you have said to me, if Kendall gets her chance, um, if you get, if she gets the opportunity, she will dance up to that level. And she's like, I gave it to her and I didn't see it. I don't know how she can say that. I thought, Mm -mm. I I did too. Yeah. Um, but Jill's like, you know, Abby, you picked on Kendall all week. Which she did. Yeah, she did. And Abby's like, kiss my butt. Jill's like, no, thank you. Well, and what a what a mature go-to. Kiss my butt. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. You don't like what somebody's saying, so it's um kiss my butt. Okay. And Abby's like, get over yourself. Every time I call Kendall out, good or bad, I am fixing her. Say thank you. Every time I say your name, it should be thank you. And whenever she stops saying your kid's name, that's when you need to start worrying. Okay, so keep this in mind, because in two weeks when she refuses to say Chloe's name, yeah, okay, and calls her girl, yeah, okay. And by the way, Melissa is twitching up a storm in the background. (laughs) So Jill's like, I really, really want this duet to score well. Um, Abby already set the stage that's going to be Kendall's fault if it doesn't win. This is one time I agree when Jill says, I need this duet to score well, not Kendall needs it. Jill needs yeah. it to score well so that she's off like the hook. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're at awards and Kenzie wins first place for her solo lemonade. Mm-hmm. And Paige gets third place. And Paige her... looks upset. You think? Yeah. I thought Paige looked really upset. I did. 
I actually thought that it was good that um, Paige got third because she was the youngest in her category. Oh, I definitely think it was good, but I think Paige looked upset when you saw it. I was like, oh no. Okay. I thought she looked upset. Um, I didn't probably did. Yeah. She definitely looked upset, but you know what? At this point, I think the kids were just like, fuck, don't pay attention to me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't, I don't want We should have told her uh, third's better than second because yeah, the first to least. So be glad you're third. Uh, um. So then Kendall and Maddie's duet got first place. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um. And then Abby says, "Um, am I surprised? Am I shocked? No. The judges were looking at Maddie. Guaranteed. She's so mean. So rude." It's so mean. It, it takes two. And Maddie was fabulous. Yeah. Very fabulous too, I thought. Um, so, you know, everybody, we go into the dressing room. Everybody congratulates everybody. Um, and then the girls are starting to get ready for the group dances. Abby walks in. She congratulates everybody and says, um, that they should be fine in the group dance without Sophia. Well, thanks. Cause we hadn't rehearsed with her for, I don't know, eight years and we hadn't um, rehearsed with her at all this week. So, all right, cool. We got it. Yeah. Like we never, whatever. Um, and then Abby tells Kendall not to screw up, you know, and that she changed or something like that. And you're like, I think the girls would be fine doing the parts without, because Sophia was never really in the dance. Yeah, I don't know why I had to talk. I know. We all we need to duct tape. I know. But... Then Abby's comparing Chloe to Sophia. And you point out that Sophia doesn't like if she does something better, it doesn't matter because it's a reflection on her teacher in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Not on, like Abby taught Chloe her technique, which I yeah. totally Yeah. Hundred percent so annoying like like how she says that's a feather in my cap because she's in a movie oh, okay she's in the studio literally two weeks uh-huh okay okay uh, so the girls were backstage and the girls are doing their little handshake beauties yeah um abby's in the interview she says most of the girls did a good job in the group dance i hope the judges weren't watching the immigrants with the sickled feet and the bad timing <sighs> can i tell you something so, about this this dance though um i was first of all why am i wearing flip-flops sitting in the audience because i was i guess my shoes hurt so i was like sitting there in these ugly flip-flops but then when i was asking chloe about that she was like she watched it and she goes oh i'm so off in this dance like chloe copped to it yesterday she's like i'm so off and i'm like oh okay like i I wasn't paying much attention at the time because she wasn't getting in trouble, but she was like, oh, totally me. And then she goes, all I kept thinking about at this dance was um, climb every mountain. And I was like, from the sound of music, she goes, yeah, she goes, because I always just tried to go to a happy place of something I liked when I had to do anything dance mom. She goes, so I thought the whole week I was in the sound of music. (laughs) Isn't that funny? She yes. said that's all she kept thinking was I was in the sound of music this week. She's like, that's the sound of music dance. And I'm like, that's funny and also sad. Uh-huh. Okay, so we 
all go into the dressing room and we're all cheering. And I'm like, I liked it. I'm like, does anybody know who messed up? And it, you, you're like, don't throw anybody under the bus. That's not what I was trying to do. I heard Abby say oh. somebody messed up. And I was just wondering who was going to get screamed at so they could prepare themselves. Got it. Noticed. And you really liked your Dorito. Oh, I'm always eating. Well, you were like shoving a Dorito into your mouth in that scene. I'm on the podcast. I'm shoving food in my mouth. I'm always eating. Well, you're I should little... take my own advice. Stop eating. That's why you're That's fat. That's why you're fat. Yeah. Yes. I don't um, think you're fat, though. I don't think you're fat. So Abby comes in the dressing room and she's like, uh, she tells you that you know, it's not true that the group dance was not amazing. Because I was like, they were amazing. Because you know why? Because somebody needs to tell these fucking kids that they're good. And if it's not going to be you, it'll be me. You're good. You guys are good. Okay. You're good. Shame on me for saying amazing. And she goes on to say that I don't have any business telling them they're amazing. Why not? That's my opinion. She's like, the group dance was not amazing. You're like, no, but they usually are very amazing. <laughs> You're like, nah, they weren't <laughs> I needed her to know that I knew that that dance wasn't amazing, but they're amazing. Shut up, Abby. Uh, so Abby, in her interview, says, Christy's mouth is always big and full of things to say. She wants to think that everybody's amazing. I don't want... I can't wait. Oh my God, here we go. I don't what? wake up amazing. It takes me hours to get this way. What? Oh my goodness. Yes. Just because of it. And oh also, I wanted to say, and you have to call Kelly and ask her to come do your hair. No, now she has now she has a hairstylist and a makeup artist. Oh, oh God. You don't need me anymore. Good. Yeah, thank goodness. Um Okay, so now we're back at Wards again, and um, the group dance gets first place. Hmm. Did you notice as as we were sitting in the audience and I realized it? Because usually I knew ahead of time because of adjudication, for whatever reason, this one didn't do it. So when they when they got the other team got second, I realized that they had won. That's why I'm like, oh, they won. Like that was a real genuine reaction. Yeah. Abby says the voyage home was a success. Was it amazing, Christy? No, it isn't your place to say that. Certainly not. Why not? But they, she says, they, but they won, and it will go down in the history books as another victory for the ALDC. Ugh, it that. Do I need to say again how much that irritates me? <laughs> uh, so we're all in the dressing room, and you know. The girls come in, we congratulate them. And Abby walks in and says, amazing, Christy, amazing. They were amazing. And you're like, they were amazing. And Abby's like, you really think that just because they got lucky and won? Kendall, are you going to admit that you screwed up the whole dance that that your timing was off? And Kendall's like, I only screwed up one part. And Jill's like, well, it couldn't have been that bad because they won. And Abby says, you know, like last week we won because of Sophia. And now this week it was because of Maddie. There are six kids on that stage. Yes. Whatever. 
And also, um, first of all, I'm entitled to my wrong opinion. Just ask Holly. Uh, and secondly, like the ALDC, me, 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 narcissism too much. Uh, but also like they get lucky and win a lot, don't they? Because she's always like, you guys got lucky. You guys only won because you're national champions. You guys only did it, did it, it. Like, yeah. I've never seen a teacher so blatantly root against their children in my or their students in my life. Yeah. Like, she's rooting actively against them. She is, yeah. But so then Abby says, you know, some people are good soloists. Some people are better in a group. And other people choke on stage. There you have it. And some people are good at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abby just leaves the dressing room. It's, uh, it's too. Oh, and I, in my exit interview, which they don't show, I said, I thought Kendall was great in the duet and all the things that Abby said, I thought were unwarranted. I did. I, I did. I, yeah. I mean, but shocker, I disagree with Abby. I mean, come on, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and next week's episode is going to be disgusting because it's that episode where I think I call her fatty like a hundred times and I say lipstick on a pig. It's just bad. I mean, I know it's bad because she's really going to come after the kids, but you can like season three is just barf. And I don't even say that word. <laughs> I hate that I, word. I felt that way in one and two also. So I don't know. I think season three is worse. At least one and two, there was a a teeny glimmer of fun like we laughed a lot even during the recaps this we're just like oh oh i feel like that's all we do is go like Ugh. how many drinks did you need to get through this episode um i mean for me personally i didn't really need any i felt like i needed a drink for jill my heart really did hurt for her because it sucks when somebody's being awful about your daughter yeah, yeah. So, I didn't need any. Yeah. All right. Go ahead with the mom's outfits because I know you got a pyramid. I had Jill's long sweater, that striped sweater with the butterfly necklace or um, Melissa's red printed. Those pants. red pants. I remember those red pants like vividly. I can see them. Yeah. They were bad. They were bad. Yeah. Did you have any misdemeanors or felonies? I don't think so. I think I behaved this episode. I think my misdemeanor was me. How dare I say that they were fabulous or wait, amazing. Yeah. Like, why did I open my mouth? It wasn't my battle. That was Kendall's and Jill's battle this week. Why did I open my mouth? Maybe mine was making fun of Abby and those pictures and stuff. Oh my God. That was supposed to be funny and lighthearted. Be funny. Yeah. Like some, something needed to be. I actually thought the garage scene, as much as it sucked, was the funniest part of this episode. I, I know. I agree. And that, that's why I think I was being... Oh, I like, don't think that... I mean, if I wasn't saying things like that, it, and Holly didn't scream, it, we, it, it probably would have wouldn't have aired. Yeah, exactly. They, they would have cut that out because it, it would have been boring, us looking through boxes. I don't but, think that was bad at all. At whatever. all. I'll, I'll what was your favorite out. quote? <laughs> Uh, I have a bunch of quotes I marked. Um, I had, well, I mean, I don't know that this is my favorite quote. I just liked that Melissa realized it. Um, I, I think there's a lot of, pre- I think there's enough pressure on Maddie without comparing her to Sophia. But now I know how the other moms feel when Abby does it to their kids. Yes, I agree with that one. 
And I had, um, when I say to Holly, Holly says, it's a such a great, a great day to go visit Abby. And I'm like, it's never a good day to visit Abby. I, I'm sorry. I'm being temporarily blinded by your sequins and the reflection from the Florida sun. They're like glinting on me. <laughs> yeah, I had this on in beer or in a, I know. Beer. Is that an INC shirt? It's so yeah. an INC shirt. Yeah, I'm, you can I'm, tell. I have one on next week too. Yeah. Then I have, oh, Jill, when she says, yeah, you, you helped out this, you helped Abby out and you only stole two things. I think you're ahead of me. <laughs> that was funny. That was very funny. I also liked when I said, um, Kelly on probation, 19 or for cursing in the studio, 1979. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, and you know what else I liked? Both were from me. Oh no. I liked when Holly said, I don't do mice. Yeah. Holly but was I, hysterical in that. She was she funny. Was freaking out. She was like, I'm done. That was funny. I also liked when I said, Kelly, it's whore the sequel. Yeah. And I liked when Abby said, I don't wake up amazing. It takes me hours to get this way. You're not kidding. It takes a whole fleet. Yeah. What was your favorite dance? I'm going to say the duet. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'm going to say the duet. I like the group dance well enough, but I'm going to say the duet because I thought Kendall did great. I liked that too. And I thought it was good. Yeah. And I really thought I thought even that solo, but I wasn't crazy about that solo. The thing I liked about Paige's solo is she did turns in second, but then she also did like the Shanae aerials, like three of them, because she never had a lot of difficulty. And I liked that it was difficult. Yeah. Oh my God. I just said like three different dance terms. I'm not allowed to say that. The dance gods are going to strike me down and kill me. How dare I act like I know what I'm saying? Huh. You know? All right, let's go to the after party. Season three sucks. Okay. All right, we'll see you on the other Bye. side. Bye, guys. Oh, join us over on patreon.com slash back to the bar if you want to hear the after party. All right, come hang out with us. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com